Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. So this portion of the Gospel of Matthew in Matthew chapter uh, 20, verse 29 through 34, is just one of my favorite stories of Scripture. And so I'm going to read it, and then we'll talk about it for just a second. So it says this. It says, As they were leaving Jericho, that would be Jesus and his disciples, a large crowd followed him. There were two blind men sitting by the road. And when they heard that Jesus was passing by, they cried out, Lord, have mercy on us, son of David. The crowd demanded that they keep quiet, but they cried out all the more, Lord, have mercy on us, son of David. Verse 32, Jesus stopped. He called them and he said, what do you want me to do for you? Lord, they said to him, open up our eyes. Moved with compassion, Jesus touched their eyes and immediately they could see and they followed him. This is one of my favorite passages of scripture without a doubt. And now it's interesting because uh, Mark chapter 10 verses 46 to 52 records this very same incident. And in Mark's gospel, they only uh, he only talks about one blind man and he actually gives that blind man a name, Bartimaeus. And the reason why there might be a difference here, because remember we've talked in other podcasts before that um, differences don't necessarily mean discrepancies, that it's actually kind of a, a good thing that the Gospels kind of disagree on some details a little bit, or maybe I shouldn't say disagree. They differ on details because that kind of shows us that, man, they really, they, they wrote talking to each other, but they were kind of independent of each other. And um, and so it would it'd kind of be weird if all four Gospels had every single detail aligned perfectly, because that honestly, that would really look like they conspired this story together. But the fact that in some stories, a guy remembers two people, and then another story, someone remembers another one. Um, it, it's actually kind of helps the the case that for the credibility of the gospel that you have different guys writing their views. So Mark chapter 10, verse 46 to 52, talks about one blind beggar. His name is Bartimaeus, and here we have two blind beggars. And, and what's so amazing about this story is when you understand it um, in the context of where it falls into the gospel. But Because in the gospel of Mark, it falls very similarly here to the gospel of Matthew. Because in chapter 21, as we literally flip the page from chapter 20, to chapter 21, Jesus is making his triumphant entry into Jerusalem. So Jesus is going to Jerusalem where we know, because we've read the whole story, we know that this is going to be the last week of Jesus's life. And so what's amazing here is Matthew and Mark both put this story right before Jesus enters Jerusalem. It's the last miracle that they record right before Jesus enters into the last week of his life. And the, the thing that I think is, is so amazing, right, is, is to think about the fact in verse 32 that it says the words, Jesus stopped. Now that sounds so so simple and it sounds so casual and just not like a big deal. But but just simply to say that Jesus stopped. I mean, he is on his way to the cross. He's on his way to, to literally the worst week of his life. He's going to experience pain unlike anyone has ever imagined um, or anyone's ever felt. I mean, he's he's about to experience just so much um, just intensity over the next week. I mean, it's about to be crazy part of his life. And yet on his way to the cross, these two beggars call out to him. And the Bible simply says that moved by compassion, Jesus stops and he meets their needs. And what's, what's so cool about this is just in a snapshot right here, just in these few five verses, I, I believe we are seeing a picture of the very thing that Jesus is about to go on to accomplish and go on to do. That the Jesus, man, 
could have kept on moving, right? But instead, Philippians 2 would say that he humbled himself to the very nature of a servant, that he came, that he humbled himself to the point of death, even death on a cross, that Jesus in many ways, in a very real way, stopped for you and I. He stopped for you and I when our condition was like a blind beggar, when we had nothing to bring to the table, when I had nothing that I could bring on my own. Jesus stopped for me, right? And this is such a beautiful picture of what's about to happen. It's just as Jesus is about to stop for these two beggars, and he does, he stops for us on Calvary, right? When when I could not do anything for myself, he comes to where I could not be, and Jesus brings me unto himself, which is an amazing, amazing picture of the gospel. And I've preached this passage before, and one of the things I always say when I preach from this text is I say this, if Jesus stopped for me, then I will gladly follow him. And that's the exact same thing we see here, right? I mean, the two blind men, they're healed. And what does verse 34 say? They follow Jesus down the road. So so Jesus meets them. He stops for them. He meets their greatest need. And then in light of Jesus meeting that need, they begin to follow him. And I would just encourage you students and parents listening to this, the response is the same for us today. That in realization upon understanding that Jesus stopped for us, the only natural reaction that makes sense is that we would begin to follow him. And so such a cool story right as Jesus is about to go into Jerusalem. And so I hope that that encourages you today. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. And we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.